Welcome, everyone. We're back at the In Production Podcast, where we're talking about special events and the products and services that In Production provides and how the sales team feels about the emerging markets for summer and fall. So I'm here with Tammy today. Thanks, Tammy, for taking some time out. Hi, how are you doing? Thank you. I'm good. How are you doing? Wonderful. We're going to get hit with a snowstorm, so hanging tight right here. Well, not only that, but I know you've um, had to postpone this with me for a couple of times because the phones are ringing off the hook again, so good for you. They are. Q2 and Q3 are picking up. I really do want to speak about seating because as I'm talking to people out in the field, we have other clients in the event industry as well, everyone's concerned about seating. Are people going to want to sit right next to each other? I know you have hundreds of different options for seating, right? Walk through some of the options and where you think some are going to sing for summer and fall. What are people going to be comfortable with? They're not going to be comfortable with seat upon seat upon seat, do you think? Uh, You know, we have really high quality modular systems. So we can really create a layout that'll work for different venues, different spaces. So a live entertainment report that just came out in January, the comfort level survey regarding public gatherings came in at 52% over the next six plus months. Yeah, but that can only go up, wouldn't you say? Yeah, absolutely. So if they're sitting at a 52% comfort level right now... Over the next six plus. By the time events take place in the summer or fall, one can only assume the comfort level... You know, we have to plan for the positive element but are you finding people are asking for different kinds of seating arrangements for the larger events outside yeah i'm actually doing for uh, the next couple months we have a bunch of sporting event seating systems going in i have concerts that are actually going in as well as some other live entertainment venues are now are they are they projecting for pod seating are they asking for bids for different kinds and they'll make a decision later on. Why don't you describe what a pod seating position is, by the way, for those out in the field who might not know? We're throwing a whole bunch of different options out at people, but the large seating systems will allow you to space people according to the guidelines. It is a great option to go with at this point, but we are doing pods for concerts and other special events. Small pods, you sell them in groups versus individual seats. And what happens is once people get to the pod, they don't leave the pod. No. And, you know, it's almost like a little room without walls Hmm. with separation between each of them. And you can make them for four people, six people, eight people, ten people. It's your own little VIP section. So you go in there. Again, you, you don't sell those as individual tickets. You have to sell them in groups or it doesn't work. But yeah, it's going to be interesting to see where it goes over the next few months. Well, I like that what I'm hearing from you when we were talking earlier a couple of days ago and you were saying, look, what you're recommending to your clients is that they take a moment and let's look at the options based on where COVID sits for July. We'll give you three options Mm -hmm. for you to consider and you don't have to make a decision till April. You just have to make sure we're committed to one of those three. So to me, it's sort of like a smorgasbord of opportunity so that I don't have to decide today what the seating situation is going to be for summer and fall. Yeah, in production has a ton of different products to offer. So we are giving a bunch of options. And once the guidelines come out for that time period, we'll see where it lands. Yeah, I think that's so smart. I think making sure that you have the flexibility and the agility 
And I guess we can do that in production. At the same time, the bigger events, are they confident that they're going to actually take place? It's a question of what will the spectator experience be? Well, the events are mostly taking place. It's just a matter of if fans are going to be allowed. Mm -hmm. So that's where everyone is kind of on the border of what can we do if we have fans? What can we do if we don't have fans? And then we see where we go from there. The thing you were talking about the other day, too, that I think really is relevant here is that if fans can't be there, there are other products you have that you can bring in that will enable them to provide audio and visual for the fans at home or through Zoom or through whatever, what other methodology, TV, what have you. Yeah, I mean, we also are doing a bunch of TV towers as well for the different events, sporting events. So that gives us another opportunity to get out there. We have barriers. We've done bubbles for different events. Well, didn't you guys do the national basketball bubble? We did. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Fun, fun. Yeah. Well, and the part you guys did inside was the partitions Mm -hmm. inside to keep everybody safely within their own hub. So Yeah, because you still have the family and players that do need space. Right. So, yeah, if there's no fans, you still have the seating also that you need to get in there for. Right. Safety's always been a very important factor, but now more than ever, it's got to be number one. So, to wrap up, what you're saying is no one option is written in cement anymore. (laughs) Never. (laughs) Yeah, but that's a good thing. This is COVID. We don't have one option anymore. Yeah. But maybe that's a good thing, mm-hmm. you know, and mm-hmm. not only is it a good thing, but flexibility has never been real big in the event industry in terms of, you know, people get cemented into how things are going to run year after year after year. What a great opportunity to sort of expand outside of that. Yeah, you know, 15 years, I'm focused on seating. I'm focused on the big, beautiful grandstands and filling them and filling them shoulder to shoulder to capacity. And with with our system, we can build upon. So if you sell out, We build more rows behind it. Now it's a matter of what's going to be allowed. So it's uh, it's going to be interesting. 2020 was a year of really focusing on how we can build back better in 2021. And that's what we're doing. We're focusing on that. We're building back not only better, but bigger. Okay, look forward to talking to you later in the year and seeing how it all pans out. Thanks so much. Thank you. 